When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's gone from uh, starring for the Brisbane Heat, rolling into a Shield match at the G, and now is sitting at an airport waiting to fly to Delhi. Um, that's the life of Matt Kuhneman at the moment. Matt, uh, really appreciate you taking the call this morning. Uh, congratulations, number one. How did you find out that your life is about to change fairly dramatically? Oh, cheers. Thanks, guys. Um, oh, no, just day three of the Shield game. Um, I got a, got a call from, from George Bailey and just, and just told me um, to begin the flight Monday morning to head over there to, to play Swepo. Um So, no, the news is really exciting. And, Cooney, have you been out at the airport all night? Did you uh, did you say to George, no, there'll be an earlier flight than that, mate. Can I get in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said to me, um, he said, did you, is your passport in? Did you bring your passport in Melbourne? And luckily enough, it was in my bag. So um, I got, got, one of the, got one of the Queensland boys to bring down some close to me and went from there. Oh, oh so well you're at Melbourne Airport at the moment? Yeah, yeah, in Melbourne. Oh, God. So, and, I mean, it's pretty easy. I think you'll go straight into Delhi, I guess, will you? Yeah, straight into Delhi. Um, I was there, stop off Singapore and straight into Delhi and I'm saying I'll meet up with the boys tonight. So you're obviously joining the side that has been demoralised in this first test. What have you been told that your potential role will be, Matty? I haven't been been told much. Um, I've sort of just been playing this shield game, so I haven't really had opportunity to um, to talk to anyone over there. So I think once I get over there, um, I'll get a better better understanding um, and see where the goal is there. Yeah, it was it was quite a an unusual performance by Australia over there. Can you you can only imagine how how many plans we all had and how clear those plans were, and then the pressure of those Indian bowlers. We couldn't we couldn't get our batting plans going, and probably some of our bowling plans. Yeah, well, they're such a they're such a good team, the Indians, especially especially um, in their own backyard. But um, I think our, our team is is up to the task. Um, so I think. I think come second test will um, will be be a little bit better in in all aspects. So, have you had much experience on the subcontinent? Yeah, I spent a couple of months in Sri Lanka last year. Then we um, they took a couple of us, or about eight boys, to um, Chennai uh, probably six months ago. And ah, Todd yeah. Murphy was a part of that trip, so um, so it sort of paid off for him. So hopefully, it can pay off for myself. Kearney, here's one for you. Like two exactly the same balls bowled out of your fingers. Is it just a fluke that some slide and some spin? I'd like to say um, no, it's not a fluke, but yeah, it is, it is a fluke. I got they a, look um, exactly. How good are they? Yeah. Yeah, Steve O'Keefe sent me a message and just showed me a video of Judeja bowling. goes, mate, these are two of the exact balls. And he's bowling to Steve Smith once. Fun passes outside edge, the other one just skidded on. So, yeah, it's just a wicket over there. So, and it's, and, and it's a point, it, the skill is putting it in the same spot and seeing what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you can do that. Thing. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that, uh, that Sock's been involved, mate. So, it's, it's a team effort to get you over there. Um, yeah. I think I'm just 
I'm just fortunate that so far we sort of have a kid and sort of gives me an opportunity to go over there. So, um, no, I'm really excited. What What about, do you feel, do you feel down for Ashton Agar? He mustn't be going too well, eh? Have you heard anything from the camp pre-tour at, at North Sydney to now? Is, he, is, he just, is it just not coming out for him? I've got no idea. Um, no, I think Ashton Every time I've um, seen Ash bowl, I always watch him close, and he's, he's, a, he's a class bowler and um, and batter and fielder. So um, no, I think I'm just over there to cover for the Swepo and once I'm over there, see what happens. Yeah, well, we're very excited for you, uh, and you've been great for us on the show, mate. So just to take this call this morning and to uh, and to let us inside the excitement that you must be feeling going into the, and and it's such a big series, isn't it? I mean, I know we haven't started well. And and the pressure is on Australia now to fight back, but just to yeah. be just to be going over there and part of this and and realizing that hey you can be a part of history, yeah you've got to be just thrilled I reckon. Oh, I'm stoked. I think for for a spinner it's sort of the pinnacle of um of playing like cricket. So no, I'm so pumped and just to be around them boys and even just rubbing shoulders against their opposition like Brat. So uh, it's going to be yeah, so good. Cooney. Todd got his parents over there real quick. What about yours? Where are they? Oh, they just they just got back from a family holiday. So, um, <laughs> well, they, yeah, they said if I if I get a chance to play, they'll they'll try and head over. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Good stuff. Yeah, it seemed to work well for Todd. You got enough clothes? <laughs> um, not really. I'm sort of underpacked. <laughs> I told told mine. I said, hey mate, I'm have to borrow a couple of um, couple of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, all right. Just get a salwa camise on, mate, and wear it everywhere. One of their, one of their get-ups. <laughs> hey, as, as I said, we really appreciate you talking to us. We're very excited for you, and we can only wish you the very best of luck going into such a high-profile series. Thanks, Kearney. Good luck, yeah, mate. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Matt Kerneman on the phone there from Melbourne Airport awaiting to fly to Delhi, where the, uh, the second test starts Friday with Australia one down after being given a lesson, and, of course, we had no favours at Nagpur. They were looking to play and train either on the practice wickets or on the test pitch, but uh, somehow mm. they were watered, and that wouldn't mm. happen. We're back, and we're going to talk Super Bowl. There's nothing bigger in American sport. It's uh, it's Monday Australian time, but it's Sunday evening over there in Arizona, and we've found uh, ESPN's uh, anchor, Aaron Atide. Aaron can you give us some sort of sense of what this build-up is like? Oh, it has been fantastic. First of all, thank you guys for having me on the show. The entirety of Arizona has been electrifying. I mean, there's over a million people that made their way here to the Valley, and you can feel the energy pulsating through the entire entirety of the state. And now it's just all going to be channeled straight into the State Farm Stadium for one of the biggest Super Bowls that we've ever seen. Oh, it's unbelievable. They haven't even finished at the golf yet. But, uh, Aaron, like congratulations <laughs> to you as well, mate. You've made it to the, the ESPN headquarters as the first Filipino broadcaster, mate. That must be something special for you. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, it's such an honour for me to, to reach this far. And, you know, my mom is actually, <laughs> she lives in Brisbane. She, she's, I have my connections to Australia. I... I've been there. I've been over a couple times. So not only is it a big pride for everyone back home in the Philippines, but uh, I hope that there's a little part of Brisbane that's also cheering me on. Thank you, my mom. 
Yes, that uh, it will. That's incredible to hear, mate. Um, and it, you were always going to make it to the top at ESPN, weren't you? You you started as a late night disc jockey, Josh Strike. <laughs> wow, you guys really did your research. On this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's where I started. Uh, you know, taking late night calls, giving people love advice. That's what everybody does. I mean, that's how everyone starts out in this business. If you don't start out there, you're never going to make it. <laughs> Hey, now, there's, as, there's huge Australian interest in this with Jordan Mailata and Aaron Sipos. Do you think the Eagles can do it? I actually really do. This, is, this game is a toss-up. When you look at how this matchup has come to be, I mean, you have the number one seed in the AFC in the Kansas City Chiefs. You have the number one seed in the uh, NFC with the Philadelphia Eagles. You have the number one offense in Kansas City. You have the number one defense in Philly. So the, the, the storylines go... Massive. They're massive at this point, but I, I have to lean towards Philadelphia's way. Jordan Mailata is part of one of the greatest off- offensive lines that we have ever seen in recent history in the NFL. And Aaron Sipos, of course, who just got the green light to be playing. I think that Philadelphia has what it takes to win. It's going to be very close, but I think they have just enough to get over the hill. Has has the week thrown anything up, um, unusual or controversial comments, controversies in general, um, anything that uh, takes your fancy? Yeah, actually, you know what, to, to, to be completely honest, this has been a very tamed uh, in terms of controversy kind of Super Bowl. Everyone has just been uh, very cordial with each other. The teams haven't been really talking a lot of smack to each other. I got here <laughs> during opening night. The teams were very much... Uh, friendly with each other. I mean, the only thing that you could really look at here are the two Kelsey brothers. I mean, if you have one Travis Kelsey and another uh, Kelsey and Jason Kelsey on the other side, those two guys absolutely love each other. So I think that that radiates across both of the teams. There's a lot of mutual respect between the two, uh, the two whole teams, between the two quarterbacks. The only thing that a lot of people are also giving a, a lot of consideration here is that Nick Sirianni was used to be with the Kansas City Chiefs side of the organization, but he was let go when Andy Reid took over on that side. So there's a little bit of a revenge game going on there. Yes, we've heard that. And the Philadelphia Eagles won't be loving Andy Reid so much today. Um, what about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they They are um, so good at at everything, basically, these two top seeds. Is there anything that might split them? You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle, how's it all going? Uh, It's funny enough that you would say that because when we were talking to a lot of the different analysts out here, one thing that they were pointing at that could separate them is indeed the special teams. And that's where Aaron Sipos comes in, where if, if Aaron can find a way to maybe buy some possessions when Jalen Hurts is still getting his feet into the game and kind of stretch out the possessions in this game. And that might be how Jalen will find his feet and find his rhythm to go up against Patrick Mahomes, who has been here so many times before. There's not that many quarterbacks in the league that already have a routine going into a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes has been here so much. He already has it ingrained in his brain on how he gets ready for a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, Still trying to figure that out, so we'll see if they're going to be able to do that with Aaron Sipos's help. Hey, Aaron, we're, we're very familiar now in Australia with the journey that Jordan Balada has taken to this spot in his life, but it's highly unusual, isn't it, that, that he's come into NFL at such a late age 
and become such a star. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's so incredible to see how far he has come along with also knowing that, um, you know, he's just learning how to play football and he has really transcended himself into becoming such an integral part of this uh, offensive line and this whole entire team for them. It seems to me like the the Chiefs have been a, a knocked around. Their injury list is quite large, and Mahomes' ankle. Um, have they have they maybe limped into this game? Um, and do you expect you know the onslaught from Philadelphia Eagles might be too much? Oh yeah, that's that's really the main concern for Kansas City heading into this game. They looked at the, they released the injury report for both sides. One big shock was that there was not a single person on either of their injury reports. So it's going to be interesting to see how Philadelphia will be attacking that. Their, the Eagles had 70 sacks all throughout the season. That is tied for the third most by any team ever in NFL history. The closest team to them this season were the Dallas Cowboys, and it was a far shot away from how many they had. Mm. So I, I expect to see Philly pushing a lot of uh, tempo and pace to try and make Patrick Mahomes work for each and every bit of yards. They don't have to go on full six-man, seven-man blitz to be able to do that. That's going to be a big question here today. Hey, Aaron, just the extraneous fascinates me as well. We're talking 100 million-plus viewers in the States alone. We're talking in Australian dollars, 10 million for 30-second commercials. you know, lowest ticket price is about $5,000 Australian. It's fascinating just how big this thing is. Oh, it's incredible. It's This is the culmination of all of American culture coming together for one afternoon uh, here and one evening and one morning across the world and put on its biggest stage. And what better way to have it than with Rihanna at the halftime show to just <laughs> Make sure everyone has a blast. So it doesn't matter which part of the Super Bowl you're going to be watching. You have something to look forward to. Oh, there's the DJ coming out in him. You like to be spinning the tracks. (laughs) Have a great halftime, mate. (laughs) You too, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Brilliant. Thank you, Aaron. Really appreciate your time on the busiest day in the year uh, for American sport. Aaron Atayday, ESPN anchor. Thank you. Thank you. Queensland is racing. It's your place to race this year. The action continues this week across the sunny state. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Chris Nelson, a very good morning to you. There was plenty of Queensland interest, but before we mention Party of Two, <laughs> or Party for Two and Uncommon James, I just wanted to mention the Rogues double. Yeah. Hell of a party and big goodbye. Good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, I know it's sort of a weekend you guys would have had with... Uh, the Rogues having a couple of big wins there at Doombin on Saturday. And, yeah, it could have been the ride of the year. Brody Loy there on hell of a party from gate 14. Gets through along the fence late and she just puts them away. Or he just puts them away really quickly. Wow. I feel like yeah. Peter Tai. Yes. Was that so your testimonial too, Paddy? Like we, <laughs> we own two big ones here. A hell of a party and the big goodbye for Rob Heathcote yeah. trained. Yeah, and the big goodbye, look, that just looked his race. He uh, was going to sit outside the leader there, the Sorocket, which he did, took over on the turn, and, and they couldn't run him down. So he was always the one to beat there, and uh, the $2 was probably a good price in the end, but great day for the Rogues. Congratulations, guys. Far thank, too good. Too good for me. <laughs> now, lots of doubles out there Saturday, wasn't it? 
Yeah, there certainly was. Jimmy Orman rode another double, first two winners. Rupert's House, who was very impressive uh, for Bjorn Baker and Ashgrove in race number two for Tony Gollan, who also scored another double on Saturday. Jimmy Orman and Tony Gollan getting doubles and trebles on Saturdays is just a given. Uh, O'Day Hoisted with two winners, of course. Ange Jones, another two winners. So she is a real apprentice on the rise. And Adam Campton rode, he, oh, rode. Adam Campton uh, trained his first city winner in Depor. Paddy, I don't know if you saw Depor's win, but it was uh, a yeah, huge was. flashing home from the back. Uh, and Elione Chaves, or Chavez, uh, was the jockey there. The Brazilian-born jockey uh, would be his first city winner too, I would think, in Brisbane. And he might be going back, I think, to Sweden soon. So that'd be a shame because he rode that perfectly. Yeah. The only downer, mate, obviously, was the four. Yeah, the fall in race two where we saw um, Lani Allen and Michael Carl come off. Michael Carl is out for probably around six weeks, and I'm not sure about Lani Allen, how long she's out for. But, um, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a good watch. And, yeah, I'm glad they're – I mean, they've got injuries, but I'm glad they're not severe, that's for sure. Mm. Now, and then the, interstate, Chris, yeah. some big-name horses came out to play in the Apollo Stakes. Oh, yeah, how good was Animo Heels? He's, he's just um, – I, 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 Still say he's the best horse in the country, Anima. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he'd get too many detractors. He's uh, He just sat there beautifully. J-Mac got him in the right spot. He was about one out, one back. Peeled him out on the home turn. And I mean, He doesn't win by big margins, but he just does what he has to do. Once he gets to the front, he knows he's got it. One, he just sort of loafs a little bit. Uh, but uh, he'll never win a race by six or seven lengths. It's just not in his uh, in his makeup. But great to see him back, and he'll be a highlight through the, uh, the Autumn Carnival. How'd you rate the Queenslanders? Uncommon James, a party for two. I thought they both ran really well. Look, I expected Uncommon James to probably win, but he didn't get beaten by far, and he's going to take a lot of benefit from that particular run. And he'll go around in the Oakley Plate, uh, also at Sandown in a couple of weeks' time, and he's going to, as I say, take plenty of benefit there. He'll be hard to beat. And Party for Two, well, you know, Party for Two had been winning races up here by big margins. The times hadn't been anything to get excited about, so you always had that little bit of a doubt. But, wow, she, uh, she ran a great race running second in the Blue Diamond uh, Prelude, and there you go. Times, they don't mean everything. If horses win in slow time, but there's got a lot under the bonnet there, well, you've got to add certain merit to it. So well done to Damien Batters, who's a trainer up here, obviously. Doesn't have a massive stable, but he's done a terrific job with Party for Two. And hopefully she can go one better in the Blue Diamond in a couple of weeks. Now, what have we got this week? We've got a busy week. We start off with Mackay <laughs> tomorrow, Doombin on Wednesday. It's always busy, Heels. <laughs> Hipswich on Thursday, Cairns on Friday during the day, and the Sunshine Coast Friday night. Uh, Aquas Park Polytrack Saturday, Eagle Farms our main meeting Saturday, but we also race at Rockhampton, and we race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, and then back at the Sunny Coast on Sunday. So a double header there over the weekend. There was an unusual Oof. amount of interest in the last at Rocky. On, Wasn't uh, on there? Friday. <laughs> Is that because of the name of the race? Well, yes, and and uh, at the uh, the function that they had for me, the surprise function that they had for me, um, uh, yep. they gave out two hundred uh, trifecta tickets, uh, mystery trifecta tickets, and there were a couple of winners as well. Oh, great! Yeah. Did you get one? You should have got a cut out of that. No, I, well, I didn't <laughs> get a ticket. Uh, I was I arrived a bit late because they gathered there earlier. To surprise me. Ah. Uh, but no, we had a couple of winners. I think it paid about 400 bucks the uh, trifecta. So there was a couple that left so, uh, the paddo very happy. How did they get you there? If it was a surprise, what was the, um, the uh, reason to get you there? A couple of mates who I was supposed to be having lunch with picked me up in a cab. And we, we yeah. were going to the paddo. So look, I, I'd had a couple of inklings that something was on. But certainly nothing, yep. nothing to this magnitude. 
And uh, no. they said, oh, we've got to quickly stop at uh, Suncorp to pick up some tickets to Ed Sheeran. So we drove, <laughs> we drove into Suncorp, uh, into the forecourt there near the statues, and uh, they said, oh, I'd jump out and say good day to Al, uh, Alan Graham, who runs the show, and he said he's dropped the yep. tickets down. And I couldn't see Al. And I jumped out of the cab, and the cab started to take off. I said, hang on a minute, mate. I said, it's, you know, it's 35 degrees, and you want me to walk another 300 metres up the hill to the paddock? But he was gone. And uh, anyway, my great mates, Tommy and Jim McGuire, um, who own the paddock, by the way, just said, go on, get inside. Don't be silly. And uh, I walked yeah. inside there, and there were 200, 200 friends, and it was just mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. Mind it oh, really that's was. That's great. Yeah. That's a lot excellent. of time. Hey, mate, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. It's a busy time of year. We're looking forward to You just had that sense of excitement Saturday, didn't you, about the big horses yep. starting to come back? Yeah, yeah, and, of course, it's not just not just the, the down south horses that's so good, but we get that Queensland influence now, which is really good. And we'll get that not only in Melbourne, but also in Sydney with a lot of Tony Golden runners heading that way too. Chris Nelson joining us. Don't forget, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. We're not far away after eight this morning. Uh, SEN is broadcasting live from Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Arizona. Ben Graham, Larry Fitzgerald Jr. and this man, Jared Waitley, joining us. Uh, we're just talking off air. You must be very, very excited, Jared. Pat Heels, it's great to be with you. Yeah, it is. It's got to build up like the only thing I can compare it to is the 100 metres final for men at the moment. This happens annually, so it's my sixth Super Bowl, my fifth on the ground, and Phoenix has had a spectacular week really building up to it. Magnificent blue skies, the belly of the sun, so it's a desert Super Bowl, and yeah, it's uh, it's all coming together. What are we? The scoreboard says two and a quarter hours away from kickoff. Wow. How do they work out the roster for hosting the Super Bowl, Jared? Because Arizona hosted in 2015. So they, this is the fourth time that it's been through here. When you build a new stadium, it's usually part of the deal that you host one within a couple of years of opening. So that was uh, the first in this stadium. So the last two have been in the State Farm Stadium where today is. And it is one of the favourite states for it. Uh, they like to have it in warm climates. So And a city that knows how to do a big event. So yesterday, and Pat, you would have loved this, is we were at the Waste Management Phoenix Open on the 16th hole, and that we were told there was 250,000 people on course yesterday, and it felt like, oh, it felt like Flemington on steroids. There was every sight, <laughs> and not much of it related to golf, I must say, uh, but that stadium hole was something. So, yeah, the, the week here has been Kevin Durant was recruited by the Phoenix Suns, the basketball team, and oh. his merchandise went on sale today, and there were queues out the front of the stadium to buy those. The Super Bowl, where there's a couple of hundred thousand people in the precinct, and there'll be seventy-two odd thousand inside, and it is the it's the last day of the golf, so it will have peaked yesterday with a quarter of a million people. But there'll be a huge audience there, both live and on TV as well. So it has felt like really the, the centre of the sporting universe. And and of course for Australia, just massive interest. We've only had two players. That's Ben Grove and Mitch Wisnowski actually play in a Super Bowl. Both of them, unfortunately, on losing teams. But we've got Jordan Malata and Aaron Sipos uh, on the favourites. Yeah, it's, it really is a, a chance for a moment in Australian sporting history. Is Malata is such an interesting figure over here. He, he is he's not a novelty like I guess at a time where some Australian sportsmen might have been. He is he is a central figure. 
I spoke with Kevin Burkhart during the week who's calling the game for Fox and he, he described it as one of the greatest ever stories in the league that a player with no experience in the game would come and be a central part of the best offensive line in the NFL. And he's a much-loved figure as well. He's been on the Masked Singer over here on opening night when he was presented. There was uh, a crowd around him for the full hour that, that he was available for interview. Obviously, he's got a, a lovely NRL heritage from back home. The Prime Minister made a phone call to him during the week to wish him all the best. And then there's the AFL side of it, where Aaron Sipos, whose dreams were to be part of the St Kilda Premiership, his journey brings him here. And he is going to play. As he's had a pretty anguished couple of weeks trying to win his place back as the, as the lead punter for the Eagles. But that's happened in the last 24 hours. And we've been watching him go through some of his warm-ups as the holder for the, the kicker. So he's both the punter and the holder when the kicker goes for a field goal or an extra point. So he's going to have a, a remarkable story to tell in the, in the end of all of this, and hopefully it's on the winning side of things. Well, the verbal in the lead-up to this match has been very conciliatory, hasn't it? And uh, But these two defensive outfits are incredibly aggressive. Is that what you're expecting? Yes, but I still think it'll be high-scoring heels. So, yeah, the the, the Chiefs, uh, the Eagles' defense has has a record of monstering the quarterback like hasn't been seen since the Chicago Bears of the eighties. Um, yeah. Whether they get to Patrick Mahomes or not, Mahomes is such an elusive figure out on the field. I still think he'll find a way to to score big points, sort of in the the high twenties, low thirties, and then the challenge will be to see if the Eagles can match that. So, yeah, it's, I know the billing is around the defence and I fully expect it to be tight early, but sometimes these spectacle games have a, have a way of opening up and there'll be a, a real sense of dare and adventure in Mahomes if, if he is going to combat the Eagles today. Yeah, that's right. There's so much of the storyline about him and how he, you know, on his path to greatness, which most people believe, uh, you know, he will continue to follow. Hey, what about all the extra stuff? around this, mate, the yeah. uh, the Rihanna's, the, the cost of TV commercials, the amount of viewers in the States. Uh, there's a lot of staggering stats, aren't there? Yeah, and that's where the, the scope and the magnitude comes into it. And it is the whole week is set up around live events and concerts and parties. And I think the two hotspots have been um, Shaq's Funhouse and Gronk's Beach Party. So, and last night in downtown and in the old town, it was just shockers full of people at various events. And outside right now is there are concerts going on at various stages in what's called the, the tailgating side of it, which is um, such a big part of coming to the football and sort of reaches its peak on the day. Um, the, those, uh, the TV commercials go for millions and millions and millions of slot, and it's actually a creative in them that that generates as much as anything. If you're going to spend that much money for your product, you better make a, a bit of a wow with it. So there are Hollywood stars who are featuring all of that as the day goes by. And, yeah, Rihanna's halftime show will be more watched than moments of the game itself is typically <laughs> yeah. how it goes. So it, it, it plays to the excess of American culture in every imaginable way. Um, yeah, and we'll be right in the midst to share it with you. On the, on the field, back to the field, Jared. Look, you, you know... 
each I, I'm imagining the playbook um, changes a lot. You know, the last time these two teams played, or you know, does a team keep a certain style all their way through, or is it a regular playbook change when you come up against certain uh, oppositions? Yeah, both elements of that heels. There'll be there'll be standard plays that the team um, has at their heart as, as um, how they want to play and how they want to take the ball to the field. And then there'll be specialist elements that are brought in for the day. And I think back to the last time Philadelphia was in the Super Bowl, and that was my first, and they had a play called the Philly Special, which sort of moved the world over, where the quarterback, Nick Foles, rolled out to become a receiver rather than taking the snap. And he actually caught the touchdown pass in the end zone. One of the coaches here today, Andy Reid for the, the Chiefs, mm. he is the most creative mind in football. So they had a play um, late in the season. I don't think it was a playoff game where the offense went round. They were in a circle and they went round together as a carousel and then sort of came to the line without hesitation, snapped the ball, and it wasn't to Mahomes. So you could see anything. And... And Andy Reid is the sort of guy who will roll out something entirely memorable or attempt to roll out something entirely memorable yeah. in the Super Bowl such as this. All right, Sharon, you've got us very, very pumped indeed. We can't wait for the call. It's after 8 o'clock Queensland time, SEN Broadcasting, live from Super Bowl 57, Phoenix, Arizona. Ben Graham, Larry Fitzgerald Jr. and Jared Whateley, our special guest this morning. Thank you, mate. Have a great call. Thanks, Jared. Say good night. Good idea, Pat. Thank you. Cheers. I will, I will.